Logan Martin is a 15,000-plus acre reservoir that is located east-central in the state of Alabama, and within it runs the winding and twisting Coosa River. Logan Martin is approximately 48 miles from the dam downstream to the one up north. Largemouth and spotted bass are the main draw for many anglers, and it's considered one of the most popular fisheries in the country. Ground Zero and the location of some of the biggest money tournaments out there, but you don't hear a lot about this body of water from the kayak community. So when I saw the name pop up in the BASS Hook Kayak Tournament Series as their inaugural event, it caught my attention. And those infamous Kusa bass I hear about, mean and angry and big. I knew this would definitely be a tournament to look into and one I might possibly be doing, but the decision made just recently not to attend the Kayak Bass Fishing National Championship this year in April. Spotted bass growth has been above excellent for this area. Logan Martin January 2020 fishing report reads as follows. 4.6 feet below full pool. Temperature of the water is 55 degrees and the clarity is slightly stained. Now in these conditions, don't be surprised to see a bass in some very shallow water just a couple feet. Using an underspin, like the uh, War Eagle jig head, threaded up with a Zoom Super Fluke is a real good versatile bait for the month. A rattle trap is a great choice. You hit those flats where there is a deep drop. That's just a good general rule of the bass thumb anywhere, you might say. Work those baits slow and tick that bottom. Just start off slow and taper off, as a wise old Indian once said to me. To be honest, I'm not sure if I would fish Logan Martin Lake much different in the month of March. Start off slow, taper off. Largemouth begin making their way into the shallow for the spawn. The days are getting longer and noticeably longer. Flat-sided crankbaits and lipless are a great choice of lures. Not quite pushing into the very shallow spawning areas, but just to the outside of those at the points and edges. Run a Carolina rig along some of those road beds and around those big humps, jerk baits, and of course my favorite crankbait are always a choice weapon down there. You can't forget the lethal spinner bait around those submerged trees and brush and docks, and don't pass up those old beat up docks with the grass grown up all up in them, sunk down into the water and rotten. Chances are, better than none, you're going to find a big, old, hungry, mean, green fish down in that mess of a dock. During the past few years engaging into the sport of kayak angling, I've made it pretty easy for myself, I would have to say, honestly. I mean, I drive out to a few lakes located somewhat close we have here and convenient in southwestern Ohio for a, a relatively simple launch out to some calm water you know, off the nice deck. My cooler's filled up. I got my coffee. I stick to the shoreline with my shallow crankbaits. No electronics. When I travel out to the state to a tournament, it's, it's one that's just a big old friendly body of water open and relatively calm. I like trees and stumps and a lot of docks, places like Gunnersville, Chickamauga, Kentucky Lake, Old Hickory, that's my kind of water. So it's really no wonder I catch mostly largemouth bass. 
In fact, I've only caught a handful of those red-eye river rockets, and, and smallmouth bass are a species of fish you can find up and down any one of these flowing rivers and streams we have here. As a lift driver, I meet folks every single day that have no clue we had such wonderful fishing literally in our own backyards. The Ohio and Little Miami Rivers, the Great Miami River, Sharon Woods Lake, Caesars Creek, Winton Woods, Cowan Lake, Rocky Fork, Paint Creek, East Fork Lake. These are all bodies of water located within a reasonable driving distance. Fishing was never really popular growing up here in Ohio Valley. I'm not sure why. We do have a lot of corn and soybean fields meandering along the rivers here. and That will bring out the deer, rabbit, and squirrel hunter most of us as we grow up and the Ohio River was always like touted as being polluted so we would never really think of going down there to fish we do have a lot of pay lakes and there's always been a lot of pay lakes and that of course means you sit underneath a shelter you got a hot dog mountain dew popcorn you made you up some dough balls and you're just sitting there waiting for that bobber to go plunge but things are starting to change water clarity for the sport of fishing is getting a little bit better you might say it's is changing slow at about a, like a 4.1 gear ratio. Crappie is on fire around these parts. If you're fishing for big cats, they're in abundance now. Sauger and white bass, we have the hybrids, big stripes. The drum and those carp, big carp, big buffalo carp. We look at carp over here as those big nasty like junk fish we just like to shoot arrows at. But in Europe, they're considered a big sport fish tournaments held for those big old ugly things like with big money behind them we do have a nice largemouth population in ohio but that elusive seven pound 20 plus inch largemouth is pretty unique now the coomer boys steve and Vic, they grew up around here two brothers getting into mischief along all the rivers and creeks discovering and searching out like lewis and clark inch by inch the rivers what's underneath those rocks what is the forage taking the temps of the water making notes in meticulous and great detail mapping the river looking for fish and what they're biting on Vic Coomer has a tremendous line of baits he's been producing since he was a kid and these are tried and true baits by professional fishermen Steve Coomer is the field guy walking casting search, tinkering, testing all of the coomer lures in the water. His knowledge of smallmouth bass is pretty incredible. And they're highlighted in his book titled Steve Coomer's Little Miami Fishing Facts and Folklore Galore. Now I repeat, I repeat again, I have only caught a few of these smallmouth bass. But I haven't really fished for them properly either. Just because you fish for largemouth up and down the channels and you catch those guys don't doesn't mean you can fish the same way and be successful catching those mean and angry, most often cantankerous smallmouth. You have to dedicate yourself in another type of way for that fish. I started out last year really going out in search of the good white water, driving out to those off the beaten path locations and I was with enough dedication to find a few spots and to then go on to catch one of the biggest 
bass I've ever caught in my life. So big, in fact, I had to name her. Old Betty. Largemouth bass. 21 and a half inches long and close to 6 pounds. Just an old, beautiful bass, possibly 10, 15 years old. I mean, a fish that has definitely seen some history. Missing one eye and all scarred from living. She was just sitting comfortably on the inside of the last current, right at the tip of the eddy, moving water and calm water. She was waiting to ambush that unsuspecting poor creek chub, knocked around and delusional from getting beat up in the rapids. It's like dinner time. So I launched a surface popping tube up into the beginning of the rapid, allowing it to flow down and then popping it right past that rock. I was suspecting that there would be a smallie there, but <laughs> the water just exploded. It wasn't a rock after all. It was old Betty. I'll never forget that experience. In 10 inches of water, that kind of fishing is running throughout many of our neighborhoods in southwestern Ohio counties every single day. So, with my Hodgman waders and Adams built boots I just picked up from my good friend Harry Scotty Scott, who, by the way, has everything you've always wanted and more than you'll ever need when it comes to fishing things, you can find him on Facebook for some of these great deals. And the advice that I take out of Steve Coomer's book, you can also find on Facebook. I'm going to drive around southwestern Ohio, northern Kentucky, and I'll be turning off that lift amp every once in a while, pulling to the side of the road, walking along the water's edge in search for some pretty exciting spots to go fishing for that smallmouth bass. I posted on Facebook the question, what would you not like to hear your Lyft driver say as you enter the vehicle? Here are some of the answers. Pay no attention to the moaning in the trunk. Is that seat still wet? I tried to get all the blood up. Hop in. I should be able to pass a field sobriety check. Do you mind if we stop by the ammo store? And my favorite, Quick, get in. You need to smell this. Thank you for listening to John Graves Kayak Fishing here on Anchor FM.